Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have David Calvacante of Tattoo Paradise. David, it's awesome to have you on the show. Oh, thanks for having me. No problem. Super excited to have you on. And before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about David so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And David is a professional tattooer in Washington, D.C., a 19-year veteran of the industry. The profession has led him all over the world, creating friendships and bonds with other like-minded individuals, as well as fed his hunger for continual learning, whether it be for his profession or for his life. David, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yeah, no problem. Awesome. Let's do it. So they kick everything off. I know I touched a little bit on your, your background and everything you did. So I wanted you to kind of hopefully take us through what I call your CEO story in here. Will that you to everything you're doing now? Um, really just, um, just not wanting to be like everyone else, I guess. And like when I started, um, really just like collecting tattoos and getting tattooed, I was, it was, I was 18 when I got my first one. So this was 1996. Mm -hmm. So definitely wasn't, um, as popular in the, um, in a, pop, in a popular culture as it is today yeah, mainstream. Um, was more definitely in underground and that's where kind of I came up in, in the whole punk rock skateboarding scene. So, um, and it was more of this to be different than everybody else. You know, they were cool. It was something that the, you know, every your everyday person didn't really accept. So you wanted to go against it. So, you know, I got my first, I got a, you know, my first couple and that kind of fed the itch. And then I started, um, I was working at a record store at the time. So actually a lot of area tattooers would come in to like magazines, CDs and whatnot. So that's actually how I got to meet quite a few of them and again, getting tattooed. And then I started like going, hanging out at the shops more and more, becoming friends with them as opposed to just a client. And then I left the record shop to start working as an, a, a shop assistant in at one of the shops. And that just kind of led to everything else. You know, from there, I, I was there for about two years, a year and a half. And then I started an apprenticeship to learn how to tattoo. And that was pretty much it. You know? Nice. And then, yeah. So and I was in college at the time, mm -hmm. uh, going to school for public relations. And I just had, I had done a couple internships at uh, private firms and everything and it just wasn't for me you know and then i s saw that what was available at the tattoo sh what the tattoo industry could offer me and it was just way it's way more fun that's why i kind of went that way you know yeah, that, that makes so much sense. I think it, it speaks to sometimes, as you said, like when ta the tattoo industry was a lot more kind of underground and not as mainstream as it is now. But sometimes I think when you kind of double down and follow things that you're passionate about or pique your interest, sometimes those bigger opportunities end up coming later as people start to come around. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, I got I was lucky enough to get in when I did because I learned the people that I learned from had learned from older people who learned from the older people. So I got a very good 
I got, I, you know, within the industry, it's kind of known that pretty much that the class that I came up with, we, we were lucky. We were the lucky ones that still got in with the old guard still at hand. Whereas now it's different, you know, just the availability of information is just so out there that to try to pull off, you know, to find someone that wants to go the route of a traditional apprenticeship is slim to none. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so yeah, so we're, I was just lucky to be able to, you know, learn, learn how to do this before the internet, learn how to do it through hard work, not just feeling that I'm, I'm owed something, you know, mm-hmm. I had to work for what, for everything I've gotten. And that's what I, I really enjoy. Like what I really like about my life now is that everything that I have, you know, in my house is you know, from what I've accomplished through tattooing. Tattooing's, you know, afford, give me, afforded me the luxury to live a comfortable lifestyle in the sense that I enjoy everything that I have and it's gotten me everything that I have, you know, yeah. and, it's, and, and I've had fun doing it you know it's not like i'm stuck somewhere or in a job that i'm not happy with i'm actually doing things that i like i'm working with people that i really like to work with so it's been great yeah absolutely and especially when you have the the gift and the talent to be able to kind of walk you know through that gift and talent and as you said be able to look around and see all of this came because i was um you know I guess for lack of a better term, sometimes bold in doing what you you, you were able to do and, and been able to kind of see the fruits of all that labor and all the hard work you put in. So um, I wanted to go a little bit more through like how your process goes. I'm sure, you know, everybody sees the tattoo at the end. They don't see the kind of like the process and all the things that are involved in it. So could you take us yeah. through exactly what that process looks like for the people that you serve? Yeah, definitely. Um, there's a couple different ways, even just with the tattoo. If you're looking for something kind of small, walk-in style where it's just kind of you don't have an appointment set up or if you wanted to do something kind of large scale you know obviously the larger scale stuff there's more prep work to it as far you know just by like having your consultation with the customer to see to kind of just get on the same page with them so that you know they explain what what they want and you kind of you know and i listen and then i mentally put it together for what they're telling me and then I'll you know put it together real fast in my head and see what can be done what can't be done you know the logical aspect of and then if you know what if they're what they want is a whole lot of things in a small area or one large thing one, one thing in a large area maybe thinking more other elements to put in just to kind of make it not look so empty and then coming to a common common ground where both client and myself are happy and I feel comfortable doing it. You know, there are definitely times when people bring in these ideas that I'm just not comfortable doing and I'm not going to do the tattoo just to make money because you know, my name's attached to it, shop's name and reputation is attached to it. And you just don't, you know, you want to take pride in what you're doing. You want to, you know, we're, you know, we're trying to be as professional as we can in an industry that's looked upon as not professional, you know? So we try to set the bar a little higher in that sense and try to like diminish some of the um, ac- accusations, but the um, appearance people think have in their head of what a tattoo shop is. 
So really, so then once we figure out everything, uh, if I set up an appointment or if I do it right then and there, you know, then if I'm setting up an appointment for like two weeks from that, from the time, I'm usually spending most of the time in my head just thinking about all the projects I have going on. And then usually like the day before is when I'll, I'll sit down to draw the design and then I'll, I'll draw it out for a little bit, work on it, put it away for a couple hours and come back with fresh eyes, kind of re-edit it. And then the next morning I'll look at it again for the final copy and then do the tattoo. Hopefully it works and customer likes it and we do the tattoo and we're all happy in the end. Um, but yeah, it's definitely, there's definitely going on a lot more behind the scenes than it looks like, you know, it's not something where you know people walk in, they want a large tattoo, think I could draw it up in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, I can, it's not going to be that good. Mm-hmm. I'd rather take the time and go over the steps that I've been figuring out what works best for me for the past 19 years. And this is mm-hmm. what I know what works best. And luckily I have the majority of my clients that come looking for me understand that they have no problem waiting two weeks or a month to get the tattoo. It's the ones that we have issues with, or I do, where it's like they want it right when they want it. And it's (laughs) like, well, that's great that you do, but luckily you're not the only one. I have a list of other people that are waiting. So you just have to be part of that list. Or if not, I have no problem. You go someone else, but Mm -hmm. if you came in looking for me, then you should get, you know, get what you want. And yeah. And then, you know, if you have to wait a week, you got to wait a week. It's not a big deal. Like, you know, so, but, you know, that's just some people's um, ideals and how they, how they think, you know, if that or plenty of people have offered me more money to get them bumped up. And it's just like, that's just a big insult to me. And also more of an insult to people that I feel is a bigger insult to the people, my people that are ahead of you. And I just, I won't do that. You know, it's just, I'd rather, I'd rather not, even see you again if you're going to try to do that and insult, insult the people like that. Yeah. When, no, I, I appreciate you breaking that down. And that's exactly why I was saying like a lot of times you don't see all the behind the scenes, see the whole process mm-hmm. of everything that you're doing. You just think you just pop in and then you get something and then you leave when in reality, yeah. there's a lot more, especially from an artistic standpoint and you being able to kind of have a vision, listen to the person, have that communication, understand their vision or what they're trying to achieve, be able to kind of draft that out go away and then come back to it to make sure that it's still yeah. in alignment. I think that uh, when people start to understand the process and see obviously the talent and the care that you put in, um, it definitely makes sense why you would want to wait a week or two to really get um, something that would really, you know, be, I guess, exactly what you're looking for. And of course, get the talent yeah. that you provide as well. Do you feel like that's what makes you kind of unique? I was going to ask for your secret sauce. Do you feel like that um, kind of ability to be able to provide um, high quality work and be able to make sure that you're communicating with the potential clients so that they understand exactly what they're getting, what you're providing is what you feel sets you apart? I think it helps. I think really just, I don't think anything sets me apart other than the fact that I just want to keep learning and keep mm-hmm. growing as a tattooer, you know, in it, you know, I've been tattooing full time, you know, for 19 years. So it's like to still have that drive to like want to get better after every tattoo that I do like you know I learned a long time ago an old saying that you're only as good as the last tattoo you do Mm. so you know and every tattoo I do it's it could be the 
you know, one I've done a couple hundred times to one I've never done before, but even that one I've done a hundred times, like I could still do better on it, whether it's just the line work or the application or something. You just like, you always want to keep advancing yourself to be better. It's like the day you stop learning on on the the last tattoo you did is the day you quit because it's like you, you always could learn something on it, whether it's, even just figuring out skin like everybody's skin is different and it's the body parts different so it's just so many factors into it so it's constantly like you're constantly having to figure out what to do so it's kind of fun in that essence if you look at it that way and it's also you know it's you know it messes with your mind because like something you've done thousands of times still mess with you Truly appreciate that. And I, w- I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted mm-hmm. to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book, or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Replying to emails and direct messages as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely appreciate that. So I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could mm-hmm. be like a word of wisdom or a piece of advice. It might be something if you were to hop into a time machine, you would tell your younger business self set up an LLC as early as possible and save your money, <laughs> invest, invest your money in, in, in low, in low, um, low risk. Yeah, that makes sense. And, and so I wanted to ask you now for what I call my absolute favorite question, which mm-hmm. is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So I, I wanted to hear from you. What do you think being a CEO means to you, David? I feel for me, it's more of this, the, um, independence of knowing what my like being in control of my financial future mm. you know like it's you know it's for my business it's like people are come come to me and so as long as i keep doing what i'm doing hopefully people are still going to come but the financial aspect is always going to be the burden and like where are like i hope these people do come because if they don't come then i'm not making anything so being trying to be financially safe, you know, and you know, try to, and also try to make your money, make money for you. You know, that's another thing I've been kind of started really getting into more just because it's like, it's there, you know, there are ways for it to make money for you. So just kind of maybe being a CEO to me is just knowing all my avenues and understanding it as opposed to just kind of, you know, putting my money in the bank and hoping for the best. Yeah, that makes sense. And what I hear is kind of like, you know, knowledge is power and being able to understand, especially from a financial standpoint, as you said, you know, being able to understand the different options that are kind of available to you. And once you know that, then you can, you know, decide to make those decisions or or not even decide to make those decisions, but you get kind of the the choice to do that. So um, truly appreciate that definition. Appreciate your time even more. No problem. What I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out all the awesome things you and everybody else is working on. Um, yeah, I just, um, I'm at Tattoo Paradise, Washington, D.C., on 18th Street, in Adams Morgan, the Adams Morgan area. Um, the best way to get a hold of me is honestly just on my Instagram. It's dcavalcanti, D-C-A-V-A-L-C-A-N-T-E. Or you can email me, same thing, mac.com. Yeah, man, just I'm glad you reached out and to do this. It was a fun thing to do. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, and we talked about people going through the DMs to, to, uh, to you know, set up appointments, but they can also go through the DMs to set up podcasts. So I appreciate, you know, mm-hmm. getting the opportunity to be on the mic with you. Um, and we will have all the links and information in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can see all the awesome work that you do. Great, man. Awesome. All right. Appreciate you. Have a great rest right. of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.